two gays watch with Aaron Holman and Zachary Landolt. I have never felt closer to my mom in the exact same place that she was all those years ago. Only this time we know who the father is. You're pregnant. Yeah, I am. Typical, isn't it? You wait 20 years for a dad and then three come along at once. You're my mom, and I love you so much. (laughs) Time has been most cruel to you, sir. In your case, age becomes you, as it does the tree, the wine. And she's <laughs> I can do this. If I can just be as brave as my mom was back then. I was cheated by you. I'm Bill. And I think I'm Donna. you know when. The world is wide. So I want to make some memories. It must come to Can I help? Look at me now. She's missing her man. Which one? <laughs> we only just met. And you're not that kind of girl? Absolutely not. Usually. She wasn't scared. She could do it because she wasn't alone. She had me. We can't tell anybody about the baby yet. I just told Bill. Yeah, and I told Harry. I told many, many people. Let's get the party started. Grandma, you weren't invited. That's the best kind of party, little girl. Mamma mia! It's Mes two gays watching. Is it? <laughs> I mean, that is the show, right? Welcome back to Two Gays Watch. We're watching. Oh my God, Abba! Oh my God, Mamma Mia! Are we watching? <laughs> Here we go again. Hi, I'm Zachary Adult. And mes enfants, je suis Aravi. What? Arrive. I'm, I, it's a, what Cher says when she, she comes in. Mes enfants, je suis Aravier. Oh, see, all I think is, let's get the party started. <laughs> no, she walks in and speaks French, and I'm oh, not sure, sure why. Sure, she does. But uh, I am your other gay who's learning French from Mamma Mia <laughs> oui, 2. <oui. laughs> uh, Aaron Holman. Uh, if you haven't figured out, we're watching, um, well, Aaron has referred to it as ABBA 2 many times, but I'm it so is sorry. called Mamma Mia 2. Here we go it's, again. And honestly, I'm so glad we are here and again. giving it a go again. Because <laughs> like, wow. Well, I love it. it. 
listeners, if you have not listened, we do have a former episode where we covered the first movie, but Aaron was not allowed to, uh, by the laws of the universe to be there for that recording. Yeah, so, we had a guest gay, Allison Chains, and uh, Abba we had Expert. A great we had a great time. Um, but I've been trying to get this episode on the books for a long time, to which Aaron said, I don't know, girl, maybe, maybe one day, <laughs> maybe one day. But you know um, what that day is today. And Aaron, may I ask, just, just to get us kicked off, what are your immediate thoughts on the film? You, I know you said you were not crazy about the first movie and you were very apprehensive going into the second movie. What are your takeaways? I'm going to be 100% honest with you, Zach. You want to know what my takeaways are? Tell me. I rented this movie and in a 24-hour span, I have watched it three times. Damn, so I, I think <gasps> I liked it. Oh my god! Okay, oh, there's so much to talk about. Okay. I, I can't even. I like. What I, do you think you liked so much about this one more than the first one? You are gonna hate me because I am I'll gonna come it. in with a hot take. No, say it. I actually have a hot. T- I think it's. Com- you, I have a take that will last. You know on what it is. Take you're saying. You want to know what it is? I think I do know what it is. Well, I'll tell you what it is. Um, it's the fact that uh, Meryl Streep wasn't the one singing. Mm-hmm. certain songs uh because the the other vocalist what is her name lily james yeah, that they yeah. brought in to play the young donna yeah she was so donna. phenomenal um yeah. and a delight that and sounded it like elevated it amanda seyfried's like vocal mom you know what i mean like their voices sound very similar there was like one or two parts on some of the songs where I was like, did they dub over a little bit of Meryl Streep singing here? So it sounds like no. Meryl Streep. Stop it. There was just a little, I, I don't know. I heard some layers, some complex some layering layers. in the editing, but I, I loved hot, it. I have a, 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 not a hot take, but an opinion latching onto your Meryl. So I still love Meryl Streep in the first movie. It's just, she's the heart of the film for me. So I can never like not like her in the movie. But I do think you can tell the difference between when she made that movie, she had not done a musical in like a hot minute. And I think you can sort of hear it in the vocals. Whereas when she did this one, granted, she only sings one song. Um, but she had been doing a bunch of musical stuff in the years between these two projects. And I do think her voice sounds better in this movie than it did in the first movie. Granted, it's only one song. <laughs> it's one song. But I think she sounds a lot better. I don't know. I... I agree. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I guess I also like the plot of this movie better. I don't know. I yeah. cannot. Completely... It's the magic of Mamma Mia. It's gonna get you. I. It is. It is. Um, honestly, it's. I just didn't expect to like it as much as I did. I'm blown away by oh, it. I'm so. Oh, I'm so happy. It was awesome. Yeah. Well. So yeah. So the sequel. Let's just set it up for people who haven't seen. But first of all, why are you listening to us if you haven't watched the movie? But that's fine. You can do that. Maybe it'll make you want us <laughs> watch the movie. And that's oh great. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So the first movie is very much just like a farcical, like, it's she's getting married. And which one's her dad? Boop, 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 boop. It's very the height of silly, like, which honestly is what I love about it. It's like silly. It's grease. Uh, they're singing ABBA it's like to me it's a party but like <laughs> this this is like both a sequel and a prequel all in one movie because we get like flashbacks to young Meryl Streep and then we have the parallel plot line that's like a sequel to the first film where spoiler alert Meryl Streep is dead you find out five minutes into the movie so it's not really that big of a spoiler um, and I remember they did a really good job of hiding the fact that she was dead 
in the promotion of this movie. Like they never said in any of the trailers. I think it was really a a choice. That was a strategic choice. Well, I think they were afraid people wouldn't go see the movie if they thought Meryl Streep wasn't in it. And so they were like, well, if we say she's dead, they'll just assume she's not in it. All right. Again, as a Mamma Mia 2 virgin, I I had no idea that she was dead. Mm. But I was lovely to find out. Oh my god. Listen, you did say this movie was better because it had less Meryl. (laughs) (laughs) Did you not? Am I wrong? No, I'm not. Um, But we get the entire original cast coming back, which I, I, let me tell you, as a Mamma Mia stan, when the first trailer for this came out, I remember where I was. I remember where I was. No, you don't. I do, bitch. Yeah, I do. Wild. I really do. Um, And I remember being like, I am so excited. Like, I had never been, it had been 10 years. It had been a decade since Mamma Mia. And it was actually this whole, I have a very like vivid picture of where I was because it was during, I was doing Godspell, a production of Godspell. And I remember our entire cast went on a cast field trip to go see Mamma Mia too. And we all were just like in a huge row of this theater just watching Mamma Mia too and having a great time I guess. Did you love it? Did you live? We lived like I mean we are having a great time even like the things we were kind of like lightly roasting like in a fun way we were just like this is the most fun and that's the other thing I saw both of the movies in the theater and love them or hate them I don't know like they are like some of the most fun movie going experiences I've ever had because they're, they're so fun like I want a third movie. I want a fifth movie. Like I, I want all. I want just yeah, skip over the fourth movie. Go straight to the fifth movie. Um, wow. I know. Wow. Take us off script, Mama. Make the next one a um, a, a prequel and a sequel again. Like you know what I mean. Take us to a whole different timeline. Go Take further. Us Go further. Give us. Give more. us young share the next one. Give us. Could some... Fuegos? Oh, San Fuegos. That's a, that's a very strange name. <laughs> Fernando, oh, yeah. Fernando, uh, I fucking love. I, I love. Let's not. Let's not. Movie. Let's not jump ahead to share. All right. Because she's All a right. So here are some things that stood out to me. Another reason tell why I think this movie is superior to Mamma Mia tell One me, tell me. is uh, the age of everyone. I don't know why, but like the first one, it does have a completely different tone. It's way more campy. It's just yeah. like you were saying. It's. It's the Mykonos beach party. Like this know? one has camp, but it's more like well-structured camp, I would say. It is well-structured camp. Also, the whole prequel sequel thing, I think is insane, but uh, <laughs> they worked really hard to make that work. And I think mm-hmm. the transitions show some really good, uh, at least cinematography, good I'm going to say the director was better for the sequel. Uh, like, the, the first yeah, one's it, a mess. It was truly amazing to watch and somehow yeah. it really worked. But, uh, I just think the first movie was what in 2008. Yeah. Is, is that right? And then this one was 2018, yeah, 10 yeah. years later. Yes, uh, for some reason, I guess Amanda uh, Seyfried, Seyfried, how do you say her name? Seyfried. Seyfried. She was just so much better to me than she was. Well, before. I think in the first one, she has to play like, I'm young and in love. Yee! And it's like a lot to look at. Like, I think she pulls it off about as well as you could pull it off, but it's definitely nice to see her a little less manic in the sequel and she's 100 also and she's, uh and she's what like happened the, to her mom 
How did she die? I, I mean, I guess they don't tell us, but I mean, maybe it was cancer or something. You know what I mean? Asbestos you know. from fixing up that hotel? Stop it. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> As you all know, mom did die doing drywall in the kitchen. <laughs> She was trying to get that dream kitchen, like when she was on It's Complicated. Like, you know, she, so she, she to get got the black kitchen. lung. Um, I, Mom I, had a I black lung. This is uh, so much fun. She actually fun. had two of them. <laughs> uh, no, I, I was assuming it was just like, yeah. Maybe she just, died of a broken heart because there her was mother something, there was never something came about to visit the, her. Well, there was something about the weirdness of them mentioning, they started early on where they were like, Grandma. And grandma never comes to visit and grandma yeah. that they were laying it on thick and heavy. But that felt all the more weird to me that Meryl then is dead. But they're like, well, and also, okay, I will say my only problem with the movie and I, I forgive it because it gives us share. And so I, I don't I'm not going to make a big deal about it. But in the first movie, they make it seem like the the grandma had like never come to visit and like disown her because she was like some like religious prude that was like you got pregnant and so man you're on your own but then we get this like she's an international star yeah i'm like a very good glamorous life (laughs) yeah it doesn't quite make sense but it gives us sure and so i'm not gonna like say anything um and actually i heard that share was one of the people they looked at for Donna for the first movie. So I wonder if they were like, God, we gotta get Cher into this movie. So I feel like, you know, here we are. We we have Cher. Because also, it doesn't quite make sense No, that no, she's playing Cher's, uh, Meryl's mom, because they're not that different in age. Um, they put that white wig on her, but I'm like, guys, come on. Like, you know, but it's fine. <laughs> she's like, hi, I'm the grandma. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, it was kind of a bummer because, like, they're such good friends in real life, and they get like ten seconds of screen time together in this movie. And it's just in the finale number, so I don't know if we could find some way to get them together in another movie. That'd be great. Uh, I don't know. I I just this movie was truly. It was just so much fun. You know, know what I, I loved had, about had it also is that because they had to like really dig into the ABBA songbook because they had to like you know create a whole new movie out of their songs I didn't know a lot of these songs as well as like because the first movie I'm like yeah I know all these bops of course these are like the hits so I feel like because I didn't know the songs as like songs I heard a million times I could just enjoy them as like numbers on their own instead of being like this is Dancing Queen even though they do dance a clean again in this movie. Which um, honestly, I don't know. That one was maybe my least favorite. Well, do you know what that was? Reason. That was them was saying, a mess. thanks for coming again. Here's Dancing Queen. We're having fun. Like, I think it was purely just like, we're all together again. We're going to sing Dancing Queen. You know, <laughs> like they had to give us like one more Dancing Queen. Uh, oh, but that, that's my good first question for you. Um, what were some of your standout numbers in the in the movie? Because I definitely have mine. Uh, some favorite numbers. I mean, or we could just start from the top and sort of go through them if you want. I think kind of going through them because the plot like, is like the plot is the plot. You know what I mean? Like it's not that complicated. Well, let's start off by saying, um, ever since we have introduced the topic of Mama Mia and Abba to the podcast, I have actively listened to them a lot more in my daily mm. life at work. Uh, Abba mm-hmm. is quite popular. Waterloo, especially. Waterloo. We, 
yeah. And Man After Midnight. Uh, oh, gimme, well, gimme, good. gimme. Yeah. Uh, we listen to both of those every single day. So, people uh, everywhere. I think the appreciation for ABBA really helped me enjoy this a lot more. Uh, the first song that they ended up doing that really, like, I don't know, all of a sudden I was like, oh, we are we are Mamma mia in it again, yeah. was at the graduation where Donna yes. goes up. Uh, talk Opening about, number, bitch. What about a reveal? What when about I it? The I was like, I don't uh, even know the song. I don't know what that song's about. I but know I mean, it's like I, kissing I mean, the teacher. It's about I can with hear that, but it's like, have you ever kissed a teacher? Have I? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, hopefully not your teacher. No, it's not a teacher. Teacher. It wasn't like like a teacher. Teacher. I don't know if I've ever done anything with when that. When I kiss the teacher. Wow. First of all, for, what a fun way to start the movie, though. Like, I don't know. And the we costumes. Get, like, oh, so good. I mean, the, co- yeah, the costumes hidden under the graduation gowns. And also, what I love about it, it just reminds the audience, like, just in case you forgot, this is Mamma Mia 2. It's a little silly. Like, they, they all go riding off on their bicycles to the lake. They're jumping into the lake. I was like, see, this is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted. Because we get introduced to young Meryl and young Kristen Bransky and young Julie Walters. And like the first of all, the they casting of were them all was so good. Great. So, so good. Perfect. I don't think there's a bad casting in this movie, to be totally honest. Um, no, because they didn't have to like recast a lot of people. They just yeah. had to cast well, the also, young version. Do you know what they really learned from the first movie? And I was like, God bless. They learned no one wants to hear these older men sing. So we're gonna make them not sing in this movie and i think it's another component that makes the movie superior to the first movie i would say they've nailed it they finally figured out the formula they're like oh right pierce brosnan can't sing (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but yeah so that's the other thing so they introduced the plot line of like um, oh, are you mad that your mother didn't come to graduation? She's like, I'm done with mom. She didn't come to my graduation. I'm like, why didn't she come to your graduation? <laughs> like, I you know, like... it was that final, final world tour. <laughs> I have a farewell tour. Oh, and I just can't. You know, Sonny would be so disappointed. If I, I mean, I not Sonny. I mean, your dad, because I'm not sure. Your father. <laughs> oh, I have oh. to go. <laughs> oh, um, but then we we flash back to present day where we have Amanda Seyfried having romantic troubles with her with Sky Dominic the first Cooper. Movie. Ooh, wow! Let's just have a moment. Mm. And because uh, I also love "One of Us," the song they sing with each other. I think that that song's a banger. Mostly because of Amanda Seyfried, I'm ridiculous, like being totally honest. Uh, but I, I love that song. I listen to it a lot on my re-listens of the soundtrack. Mm. Oh, also it had crazy. It has crazy cutaways, like or like, cause it's like her, her in her bedroom and him in his hotel room in New York. <laughs> Just like the the cuts between them were like, I mean, inventive but also wild. Like there was like, I remember. There was this girl that was on Godspell with me, and I remember her like sitting like two seats down from me, and they did some like crossfade. And she was like, "That was a weird 
<laughs> I know the transitions. I literally wrote down the transitions. I was like, bitch, you can tell that they worked on those. Now, whether or not they all paid off, who cares? Who cares? It definitely gave me a feel for the movie, mm-hmm. which was a little bit like Sunday in the park with George. It felt a little bit like we're going into the paintings. Okay, I was like, because they little... very sad. Well, I think when they were developing the movie, they thought like, okay, we need to make it more Sunday in the Park with George, everybody. <laughs> Amanda Seyfried is not. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're going to be finishing the hat. I mean, finishing the set finishing over the here. <laughs> because what's cool about the movie is that the entire first movie, we keep alluding to like the summer that her mom met all of these guys that might be her dad. And so basically the movie, in a nutshell, is like we're seeing all of that play out. So in its, And in a way, it's like kind of perfect because you get to see like the young versions of all the characters you get like this and honestly i do think it like gives the emotional payoff of the whole thing a lot more like weight to it because like once you know the context of everything it's 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 uh deepening the world building of the mamma mia universe uh, wow the mamma mia cinematic universe yeah the, the mamma mia verse yeah wow yeah wow. absolutely um what did you think, think of you talked about Waterloo. What did you think of the number Waterloo? Okay, that one was like what? About like losing his virginity to sure, her? Sure, why not? That was like, that was like, uh, she kind of was <laughs> withholding her regime. Her regime. And, uh, I love how my... sassy young Donna is. She's like, I'm not putting up with any bullshit in front of these men. Be still my beating vagina, as Christine Bransky <gasps> once said. Oh, we can't, we can't just skip over that line because that was uh, like the line. It's so funny when it got there. I was but like, okay, I'm having a good vagina. All right, but the Waterloo virginity thing, I don't know. You know what? Something about all these young men pursuing oh. Miss Lily James Donna. Mm-hmm. Uh, I maybe I was just horny, but yeah. like I just loved it. It's all really also, fun. I think all the numbers are really like well staged. Do you know what I mean? Like even Waterloo, it's it's, it's ridiculous. How cute was it when all the waiters jumped in and oh, she on. like feigns like uh, I don't know. It, it I was love it. cute. Very, very coquettish. It I was a, I, I'm so sad you didn't get to see it in a movie theater because I gotta tell you, in a movie theater, it was it was a slap. I mean it slapped pretty hard. I told you I mean, I've watched it three times. Yes, yes, you have <laughs> in a day. Um I actually don't own this movie, and I don't know why now that I'm thinking of it. Well, I know that. The first Mamma Mia is on Freebie, a free streaming service. Uh, And then this one, I had to rent it off of the Amazon. Yeah, I was kind of bummed. It was on HBO for the longest time, so I thought it was still going to be there, and I realized it was not there. So full disclosure, I didn't rewatch the movie for this episode, but at the same time, I didn't... You don't have to. I didn't need to. Um, Like, I rewatched all the songs and stuff, but I was like, I saw this movie a lot, let's put it that way. Um, Like, I've watched it at least, like, six or seven times so i'm, I'm good mm-hmm. it's a real good movie to put on the background and then like check in like once in a that while. was that was one of the ways that i watched it so one of my <laughs> watches of this was uh while i was cleaning and it was excellent lovely oh you know oh, now okay here let's get into this is a gay podcast let's get into a gay mm-hmm. topic is it is it gay who of the three young Ooh. men did you find the most sexy because i know the one that i was like Ooh, Bill. I think he's the daddy. Bill for me. Yes, it was. Bill. I, I, there was something about mm. that. Their little actor. song on the boat. Oh, it's. Oh. 
also they have the, the best whole, chemistry too. They have the best chemistry whenever she stays on the boat with him mm-hmm. and she goes down there to just be like, hey, I just want to say thanks for showing up at the right time. <laughs> like, and he's oh. just laying in bed. Oh, how I have to assume nude. I mean, um, ooh. I just left. It was perfect. And I His don't know eyes. what it is. It's the hair, too. Well, also, it's, it in all the works. first movie, I don't know if you remember this. I think the first movie makes it kind of clear that he's probably the dad. Like, it makes the most sense. Like, first of all, if you You're look right. at like Meryl it's a Roxy Street, Andrews here to make it clear moment. Here to make it clear. Because if you look at like Amanda Seyfried, if you want to get like super scientific with the Mamma Mia verse, um, she looks like she's like the child of of those two actors i'm like yeah that makes sense yeah the only thing pierce brosnan had to say about it was what he's like blue eyes and uh-huh. all this bullshit mm-hmm. he said uh-huh <laughs> you know oh yeah because okay i'm sorry this movie does have some moments that make me giggle and one of them is i don't want to skip it okay but the, i guess i'll wait until we get to the song no what? What, what what i mean i don't know that this listen this movie is ridiculous she goes to this island because she hears that this island, this is where I'm like a little bit like, again, it's Mamma Mia verse, go with it, go with go with the adventure. But like, this is a young spirited girl, so much personality and drive. And she wants to go to this quiet Christian island where she hears <laughs> if you, once she's like, oh, if you travel any further, you'll fall off the edge of the earth. And I'm uh- like, okay, well, like, what are you going to do there? Like, what, what are you going to do on this island? Um, and she gets to this island. She has her little little affair with with young Pierce Brosnan. Um, and, of course, things don't work out because we know they, they can't work out because she doesn't end up with any of them because we know the first movie, as we do. Um, but I love <laughs> oh the God. song where she, like, finds out he has a fiancé and she leaves him. Uh, and they sing Knowing Me, Knowing You. Um, which actually is a song in the first movie or the first musical, but they cut it for the movie. So it's like, like, oh, we'll use it for the second movie. And this poor boy. Now talk about smart casting because Pierce Brosnan cannot sing and this man could not sing either. Um, and they, if, <laughs> if you know the song, Knowing Me, Knowing You, it's Knowing Me, Knowing You, and then there's a uh-huh, like a little, a little echo, uh-huh. uh-huh. But that poor boy, which is like, uh-huh. Like, it was so... <laughs> lifeless and dull and i can still imagine my friend samantha was sitting next to me when i saw this movie and she did this amazing impression of like his mouth placement when he would sing was just like uh-huh <laughs> like, like uh, was, i mean i'm talking it cracked me cracked my shit up one um, of my favorite numbers that i would love to put a little shine on do because, it i mean the name of the movie as I have been calling it, it is not ABBA 2 or ABBA not- as well. Um, ABBA again. ABBA again. It is indeed Mama the Mia. ABBA strikes back. So the Mama Mia number, whenever they do the flashback to the girls group when they first get the job yes. at the, uh, the cafe or whatever, mm-hmm. and they start to sing Mama. They're like, just sing about I've what you know. You. And then the band makes a song. I love it because it's like, I love when a band just knows a song. I love that. I assume they made it up, you know? I assume they were like, let's just follow her. But I also think it was hilarious because, like, they're hiring them to bring in people, right? And apparently it was just as easy as 
whenever he was ready to have people watch her, he just opened up the door and screamed at all the other Greek people to come hey. in. And I'm like, why the fuck didn't you just do that before? You could have just solved your problem. Well, all they had was that young uh, Lazarus guy. The you know he was kind of a mess. So they all hated him. the fire burning, burning. I'm at the far down, no returning. But when they performed the Mamma Mia, here yeah. we go again. The, the go titular again. song. You gotta do Mamma Mia. If you're gonna call it Mamma Mia, you gotta do Mamma Mia. It was fucking great. But it was like a Bella Hunt starts off like a stripped down, like, I've been cheated, cheated by, by you. And I think you know. Blah, 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 blah. Like it was so slow. I was like, That's what's like happening it. right now? What bar am I at two in the morning? Like, what's going on? <laughs> what are we doing here? I love it. Though I think Lily James has a lovely voice. Mm-hmm. She does. Uh, I I also like I liked to... her Andante Andante song also. Oh, the Andante Andante was very beautiful. I also was very interested to know did they like make this movie before or after they decided Meryl Streep was going to be dead? You know, like in theory, if Meryl Streep has said yes, would she have been doing all of these numbers somehow? No. They would have reworked it differently? No. I think so. No, I think they developed it because Meryl Streep said that she said no. Well, she said that she thought it would be smarter to like go in a different direction because like there's not much story left for her to tell in a sequel. But I think they always knew that they could probably go back in time. Yeah, which I think was the smart choice. Like there really wasn't any story left to tell with Donna. At the end of the first movie, she's pretty sad. She's pretty chill. She got her man. She got her hotel. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So now the song for me of this movie, other than the one that Mama I think we, Mia. that one's fine. It's great. But the one I love is the one that Rosie and Tanya do with Sophie. They do Angel Eyes. Oh, angel Eyes. Look into his Angel Eyes. Look you and I. You and I need matching moo-moos and we need to do that number. Bitch. Can I be Kristen Baranski? <laughs> You absolutely, you've got the wig. I do have the wig. I actually do. <laughs> Let me tell you, she has a, did you see the high kick she did when they lift I her over that it. table? And her Honestly, leg goes, pow! That was one of the best numbers. And like when they finished it, it uh, Kristen Baranski like takes a big drink and stuff. And I was just looking at them all right there. And I was like, God damn it. This is, this is movie magic. Also, what I love about it is like, <laughs> they really like, I don't know. They play the like going from reality into song very well because they just like I don't know. You could tell they were doing it live on set and it was just like so funny. Cause they kept doing where like Kristen Bransky was like interrupting Julie Walter's like train of thought, like interjecting the rest of the lyric. It's like, I don't know. It was like, so funny. Um also I remember in the trailer when they started playing this song and I was like, bitch, they're doing Angel Eyes. Because I always love that song. But I just remember hearing uh, Rosie in the trailer like, last night I was taken, I walk along the roof. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to flip out. And this, the number does not disappoint. Um, and I've listened to it many times on the soundtrack. It was like, it was the song of the summer in 2018. That's what I would say. Uh, it the was. In my, my, in my world, it was. The song of the summer, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here Last first. Night, I was taken. I walked along the rail. 
The song wow. of the summer is Kristen Baranski, Julie Walters, and Amanda Seyfried singing Angel Eyes on the Mamma Mia 2. You, you, say I, you say I go for niche things. I don't know, Mary. Girl, we, we, both, go, we both go for niche. Or we, if, if we had a club, it'd be club niche. Actually, I heard that club has everything. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's, it's got men with little ravioli hands. <laughs> Orangutans who know how to spell. <laughs> oh my god no but that song that's it and then we go into dancing queen which i think we talked about which is pretty much them being like get my okay. dancing All queen right. this is a this is a turning moment for the no. movie i would dare say this is when they're like okay we're we're ramping up for an ending um we well, yeah, like everyone comes together finally the whole movie everyone's been like apart. but also i love how little they showed any of that they're like we do not need to show any of the how people really got there no. we're gonna show we're going to show them leaving, yeah. you know, meetings. We're going to show them having realizations about what's important. They charter an entire boat from these people. Epic. Epic. But, you know, but you know what I love? They're like, if you give us a ride on your boat, you can come to the party. And they're like, okay. I know. And then Dominic Cooper shows up when the guy who has tied himself to the chair just falls in the water. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, yeah, I'm like, is he dead? He's floating, by the way, <laughs> which I'm like, I've never seen a chair that floats. So like, maybe it, maybe it floated on the first take. And they're like, what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> who knew? I don't know, um, but I was happy to see Dominic Cooper show up. I was also happy they didn't break up her and Sky. I was kind of like, okay, like, don't, don't you dare. I know they started it off on uh, rocky waters. <laughs> yes, now, uh, something that I think is so interesting about this, I'm like, the way that her her life mirrors her mom's, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is going oh, because on? It, because it's sweet. Is it this island? Is this it's island? This island. Mm. It's the island. Once upon this island, they could never leave. Once on this island. <laughs> She's waiting for her life to begin, or at least her babies. <laughs> I don't know. It's the magic. I mean, Mama Greece, will baby. provide of the island. So. Mama will provide. Oh! <laughs> I love that we do that. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sure. I hope someone does. We're like, take a left turn, quick, <laughs> honey. We're gonna get lost in the wilderness if we don't. All left turns back. on this show, baby. <laughs> oh man, no. I mean, because okay, because oh, oh my god, Dancing this leads to the queen. Here's the thing: the movie's been a banger. We can all just agree that. But once you get to the party section, from there on out, we're doing, we're, we're, we're right. Oh, oh, something I wanted to ask you. And, you know, call me a conspiracy theorist if you want, but okay. I have been, conspiracy I've been theorist. Wa- yeah, I, uh, 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 I, I, uh, I have been watching this movie three times in a day. So yeah. I have a question for you. Tell Whenever me. at the beginning of the party, uh, we see Bill and uh, Rosie come together and they have their whole little, conversation mm-hmm. about unrequited love and all this bullshit yeah uh in the background you can hear music playing and i swear to god it's meryl streep like like her singing yes it could have been i i genuinely think it, it could have been like a little easter egg for people like paying attention I oh maybe it's like that. they're playing one of her records that's what i'm saying yeah. that's oh, what i, I do oh. believe it was and like but i that makes I sense. know it i know it was meryl streep's vocals oh that's, that's a, and and actually that would make things. sense for the party it's supposed to be a tribute to her that's it yeah so i've never noticed that i gotta rewatch that part moment you gotta go in and watch because i was sitting there and also like, when he's crying meryl? i was like oh it was so sweet also, I don't know, like, call me, call me 
a cry ma- a crying mess because I am. I'll call you maybe. Call me maybe. <laughs> well, I just met you. <laughs> and this, this is, is crazy. crazy. <laughs> anyway, um, no, there's a I I'm a sucker for like generational dramas so the whole idea of like (laughs) she's pregnant with her baby and her mom's not there to like you know oh like i I was like i was the whole movie i'm like oh this is real like surprisingly heavy for like being mama mia too um because i remember they had talked about doing mama mia too like after the first movie because it made a shit ton of money like it made like 600 million dollars and they were like okay well we're gonna make a sequel (laughs) and i remember the original sequel was like when I heard there was an idea for a sequel, it was much lighter, is what I would say. Like it was, it was definitely not like she's dead and pregnant, like and the daughter's pregnant. It was like they're gonna go have a party somewhere else. Like it was but man, a whole different I would thing. Say, I would say they really minimized that pregnant plot. <laughs> the, oh, really? The, you think so? I do. I feel like the movie was a lot more about. I mean, like kind of like supporting Donna, kind of like the final wish of donna you know getting the hotel going well sure and like and it finally happened so it i don't know it just kind of felt like a big resolution i thought that was the main focus well and sure but there's all the parallels in like, the parallel of like I don't know, oh she's I pregnant was, by the way huh and then they were like oh by the way she's pregnant see i don't know like maybe well granted we don't find out she's pregnant for like the first like whatever the first like 30 minutes of the movie but i'm saying but once you find out she's pregnant and it's like it's it's i mean like this movie is it's like that's what she realizes in the flashback that she's pregnant um mm. i don't know there's something beautiful about like her mom was like alone when she was having her baby and she at least has like this like beautiful community around her people that like loved meryl streep so it's i don't know i was i was into it i was i was getting the feelsies mm. and then they sing i've been waiting for you where sophie gets to sing with rosie and tanya at the party and i got misty eyed I definitely got Misty. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this before or after Cher shows up? This is before. Is it? It's the song before. Oh, it's right before. Oh, my God. Uh, great moment. waiting for you. Great moment. Great moment. Beautiful. Well, okay. Actually, well, it's before Cher sings, but it is after Cher has shown up. So we should talk about when Cher shows up. Well, when Cher shows up. Uh, the movie really gets started, bitch. It gets started. It we see really goes to another level. Uh, one of the lines she says is, um, being a grudge holder makes you fat. Makes you fat. <laughs> and I love that. Uh, Cher just showed up like a fucking pimp. She looks like a pimp. Oh, yeah. Has a um, cane. Absolutely epic. Also, I love it. I love that Like when she's talking to Sophie, it's just like, yeah, I've committed to being a grandmother. A grandma. I, I like the way that she says that is so like no, yeah. what <laughs> you're such it's a share bitch. it's share isms, you know. We're here for share isms. Um I I love <laughs> let me just like great grandmother won't be putting down the perf- on the card. Won't won't be putting down in the bio. Oh, I know. It's so weird. And then well, then she sings her, you know, the daughter sings her song uh, for Meryl Streep's daughter. Has, has, has she even been there since she's been dead? Um, I wonder. Because um, let's, let's be reminded that grandmother was not invited. But oh, Sky sent not. her the invitation behind her back. Um, um, 
I also love that within a minute of showing up, she sees someone she recognizes, which oh, is the major. Let's not. Of no, the let's hotel. not. Let's not rush no? up because this. There is a moment in this movie that oh. I think of as the pop culture reset button, oh, and it shit. is when Cher is talking to Amanda Seyfried out on the patio, and she's talking. Uh, they're talking, talking, talking about some bullshit, and then Amanda Seyfried's like, "Oh, you have to meet the man who helped with the hotel, uh, Mister Confuegos," and then. She goes, Confuegos, that's an interesting name. And then he comes out, and then you just see him go, uh, what the fuck was her name? What was her name? Oh, again? Ruby. 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 And then, she goes, then she turns and goes, Fernando. And then they go into Fernando. Do you hear the drums? <laughs> Do you hear the drums, Fernando? Like, and I was like, this is it. The world is healed. Cher singing for Nana. Like, to me, the reason to see the movie, and there are many reasons to watch this movie, but Cher singing for Nando is, I think, at the top of that list. Mm-hmm. It's just a great number. Uh, Cher truly elevated she had never been in a musical before. Thing. Isn't that wild? Like, you would think, like, for her being Cher, they would find all these projects for her to, like, do a musical. It's like, she had never done one. So it was, like, exciting. They never adapted, like, Moonstruck. <laughs> slap a slap out of it <laughs> i would love it honestly oh my god i can't but yeah i mean i just think oh. there was something in the air of the night it's so epic. good it's so uh, good epic and keep giving oh, me more uh, i said that song the fernando one yeah 10 out of 10 I was I was having the time of my life. There's no regrets. And also, he gets to kiss Cher. Yes, he does. She got to pick uh, her love interest. Well, that makes sense. She got to be in charge of the casting for that makes sense. That makes sense to me. I was like, how did he maneuver that? Um, well, also, he's, I mean, he's a big deal too, Andy Garcia. Also, the moment when uh. Sophie and Cher, like uh Sophie just I wish she was here and Cher goes. <laughs> she is. Oh my ah! god. Well, and then oh gosh. And then yep. the finale. <sighs> not or the beginning of the finale. Mm, I would yeah. say the the mega max. Yeah. I mean, let's call it the mega. <laughs> the mega max. The slow jam that leads into the up tempo. Um so and I will never forget in the theater, we were all crying. <laughs> So, uh, Sophie's uh, or young young Do- young Donna uh, has had her baby, and oh, she's shit. having her little christening for her baby, and she's singing "My Love, My Life," and then she's walking up to the fountain. Then she looks down into the water, and then whose reflection do we see? But Meryl oh, Streep. Oh my God! When will my reflection show? That when Meryl will my is reflection inside? show? that's what i thought but let me tell you then her and amanda seyfried sang the song and i just thought it was uh, the dry eye in the house Lama. it was so good and it's so sad and, and like and all the people are crowding around her and meryl streep's little little spirit is like drifting away and she closes the doors behind her i was like this is like really taking me somewhere uh it was taking me somewhere also I, again, again, seeing yeah. themselves with their younger selves, the yeah. whole 
putting them all next to each other, like the Christian Baranski, they both turn into oh, the I same pose. I just you're skipping ahead to the finale finale. I'm so oh, I'm sorry about the, the sad part. I thought it was it all blurs into one big ABBA party for me. But, but I enjoyed it, but it was yeah. a big dance party. Well, I'm still crying over here. Are you crying? <laughs> uh, I cried yeah. once. And then we get Cher surrounded by gays. Let's just let's just say it. Surrounded by gays. And it's like they were like, we have Cher. We might as well give her another number. And I'm like, well, of course. And then do Super Trooper with everybody. Oh. And it's just like, whoever filmed, like that scene, the cinematography. Oh, wow. It was just good. Mm. Like, even the first movie, they had a similar type of number like this in the first movie. It was not as cool. It was not as cool. The first one just looked like a soundstage. It just, it just looked like they were in front of, like, a black wall or something. I, I, I just honestly, I just couldn't believe it, Zach. I cannot believe I enjoyed this as much as I did. I love, oh, I'm so happy. It felt like a good old concert. And what a twist. A, what a gay twist. I'm so happy. Because I, I've talked about my love of Mamma Mia before, probably too much, um, <laughs> probably too much, and I was, I was so worried. I both wanted to cover this movie and was terrified to cover this movie because I'm like, well, what if Aaron hates it, and then I have to have him canceled, um, and that's going to be a lot, lot of work for me to do. Listen, I am not going to bring up the topic that will not be mentioned, but we won't. Uh, this is topic. They're no, even a topic uh, to bring up because our friendship will go on. Uh, and we can you. agree to disagree. Stop it! Get out of here. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, I'm so happy. Oh, God, I love the final shot of the movie is also so cool when it's like, what was the, it? Like the it's like the entire cast together, and they're all like, they're like, like, like on the villa, like pointing up at the sky, and like, the, uh, it's just like it's the, the way they lit it, and everything was so cool. Though I am like at the end, I'm like, where are they? Are they in purgatory or is this when they're all dead and they're in heaven together singing ABBA? Like, you know, it's where are we? Well, Does now... it matter? No, 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 absolutely not. So um, before we move on to our closing segment of the Gayometer, I would like to say, in case anyone's been wondering, this was a, a very big hit of a movie. It made over $400 million. And, you know, so. There is talks of a third movie. In fact, what they talked to Colin Firth, who said, there's something about ABBA. Whatever you think of them, whether you liked it back in the day, it links us all anyway, because everyone knows it. And I think there's a magic to it. And the producer, Judy Kramer, said that they always had the idea for this to be a trilogy. She said, I don't think it would be as difficult to get everyone back together. I know I said that there probably will be one. I know but it's become such an important brand and you just have to get it right. There's ideas and there are thoughts and Abba has written more songs. I just have to get a movie when it's ready. Um, and apparently they're, they're working wait, on it. Wait, 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 wait. Abba wrote more music? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't like, they know there's not as many like classics to like keep pulling from. They're going to need like new songs. Epic. And, I, and, I was, and here's the thing. Everyone was all like skeptical of a sequel, and it was very okay. Good. So okay. I'm like, okay. So Zach, n- let's not focus too hard on like absolutely nailing down specifics. Sure. We have we have Mamma Mia one. We have Mamma yeah. Mia two. Here we go again. Yes. Uh, Mamma Mia three. Uh, what's it about? What are they doing? 
Why why are we watching a Mamma Mia 3? What happens? Why are we watching a Mamma Mia 3? I feel no, like I'm down at this point. No, sure. I am a fan. I have thought about this before. I've thought about this before. Um <laughs> stop it. Um I have okay, so I feel like again, I'm not a producer, I'm not a screenwriter. This is just a loose <laughs> idea. It's like if you put me in, I'm like, give us ideas. I'm like, well, here's an idea. Um, what if there was like something where the hotel needed money? And so Cher comes back to do like a reunion concert and like does it with other dynamos. So it's like her filling in for her like old daughter slot. Uh, I don't know. And that's all, that's all I got for a starting point. Um, I do think it would be cute to see like, you know, Sophie's little baby girl, you know, it'd be cute to see like the generations um, and then fill in the gaps as you will, you know, figure it out. Like, uh, you know, I don't think like both of these movies, they're best when you don't think about them too much and just let the fun. I think what makes them so honestly enjoyable is in all of the casts have said that. So like we had so much fun making these movies that I think people can just see how much fun we're having. And so it's like, you know, it's a fun time. It's a party. Um, if there's a sequel, I will be there. I will be there. There's something about these movies. There's a little bit of magic. Uh, if there's a sequel, I am, I'm super down to see it too. Uh, because now I'm officially a fan. And yep. Mamma Mia, I'm ready. I guess what would the sequel what would the sequel be called? Like Mamma Mia. How could I resist you? <laughs> Cause the, you know, the sequel is like it's just another lyric for Mamma Mia. So I'm like, Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll work on it in post. Yeah, we'll work on it in post. There's a lot of ideas floating around for Mamma Mia 3. Um, but I I don't know why. I'm just like they. All right, Mamma Mia 1, Meryl Streep. Mamma Mia 2, we brought in Cher. So I don't know how we need to work this out, how this needs to fit in, but uh, mm-hmm. Mamma Mia 3 should have Kylie Minogue. <laughs> Find a way to get Kylie Minogue in there, honestly. Um, I do think the smart choice would be to let Cher have more of a leading part in the third one if they're going to do it, because she was such a hit in the sequel. I agree with that, actually. She really elevated the film, even though she was there for the 20, 30 minutes. Con fuegos? Mm-hmm. It was Cien Fuegos. Cien Fuegos? Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Si, si. Uh, so, okay, so let's go back to our recurring segment we do for most things, which is our gayometer, which is something we do on the show to rate just how gay the material we're talking about is so <laughs> hold hold on to your gayometers folks because we don't want them to all bust from excitement but what would you say your gayometer says about mama mia here this we go a, again this is this is a 10 out of 10 uh, <laughs> yes. uh when i was when i was watching and certainly when we got to the finale i was sitting here going i don't think <laughs> i don't think the gayometer uh, just like sent back like a duh like that yeah, I don't think that it's. I don't think you. I don't think you're straight if you sat through and watched all of this. That's just my own opinion. At least not a hundred percent. No, I think that this movie is super gay. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I don't even need to tell you why. No. 
We get it. Just still my beating vagina. Be still my beating vagina. Um, Unbelievable. Also, oh, here's a little pro tip for you because I know you love a belter. I I know you love a belting moment. We love Um, belting. You should get the soundtrack. You should like add it on Spotify or whatever. Um, You might think from watching the movie that you wouldn't want to listen to the song Kisses of Fire because it's it's the song that like the the son was singing in the cafe or whatever. But he does his little like version from the movie for about a minute, but then he goes away. And I don't know who these belters are that come in, but these like women come in and like actually sing the song proper, like finish it. It's like some you, you would you would lose your shit. I'm just gonna say like you should listen to it. No, I'm I'm always open to it. I am an ABBA stan, I would say now. Yeah. Stan, and we love Stan. So, Zach, what did your payometer say? It has to say the same thing. Like 2,000 out of 10. Like, it's on yeah. the floor. It's it's combusting. It doesn't know what to do. It's pretty fucking gay. Yeah. yeah. It's everything I want. Like, it's everything I want in a summer movie. Like, these are both just such perfect summer movies. Oh, 100%. That's my only rules for the third one. You have to get them back to the island. Like, don't switch up the location. That is a mistake. Like, get them back to the island. Which is why I think, like, it makes sense, like, oh, no, like, I almost, like, what if, like, Cher retires and is gonna, like, take over the hotel so that Sophie can, like, you know, move? I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like, uh, uh, it's gotta be something. I get it. I get it. Because maybe it's, like, they turn it into an Airbnb and she moves somewhere else. Well, I'm trying to think, like, the first mo- the first movie is about, like, Meryl finally opening the hotel. And then the sequel is about, like, Sophie inheriting the hotel because Meryl Sheep has died. And what if the third one is about, like, Cher, like, letting her go off and live her life and not having to, like, take on the burden of the hotel anymore? And she's like, I'm going to make things right with my daughter and I'm going to take over the hotel. And, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And maybe she sings in a lounge that they build at the hotel. And she's older. She's retired. She has her fair- definitely older. Maybe she has a farewell concert at the hotel. <laughs> wink, wink. That's, wink, that's wink, why wink, everybody. Up. That's why everybody. I was shook and of everything. <laughs> when I called you last night, let's go. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I've been to it. I love it a lot. And I can't wait. I hope it happens. What if we get a flashback to young Cher? No? And it's played by Stephanie J. Block. Yeah, stop it! No! We need younger than Stephanie J. Block. (laughs) (laughs) But we bring in in all of the Maybe we see her and Mr. Sid before he goes. Oh my god. I'm living. There was something in the air. Uh, <laughs> Maybe in the third one, she's getting married to Mr. Sanfuegos. I actually love that. And, that's and again, we don't need much shows up. Kylie Minogue is like her best friend, and she What's shows up for the yeah. wedding. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we. There's always a way. There's always a way. Mm-hmm. I, do we have any time. final thoughts about Mamma Mia? Here we go again. Uh, I, I would watch it again. Anytime. I I love Anytime. it. Blew me Anytime. Away. And Zach, thank you for bringing it to the podcast. Oh, you're welcome. It, it's, it holds up. Um, so is your turn to do our segment of 
two gays watching something. Oh, we're, we're, we're gonna workshop about our title, but like I love the title, two gays watching something. <laughs> watching um, something? Question mark. Some something. Um, you have to want something, not something. Not something. <laughs> you have to want to watch something. Not just something. something. Not something. Not just something. That as a title. That's a great title. Oh god. A little wordy. (laughs) Little wordy. Now a little wordy. uh, Listeners, I have brought to the podcast uh two little pieces of media. The first one is from one of my favorite Instagram accounts out there. Uh they have the range, which if you're not following, do yourself a favor. Um but it is JoJo covering Miss Jasmine Sullivan, uh, Pick Up Your Feelings. And I love JoJo. I love Jasmine Sullivan. Give both these girls their flowers. So that's why I brought it to the podcast today. Okay, well, here we go. had a whole weird journey an, an incredible journey and uh she had to re-record all of her music yeah support support these artists jojo is well, sickening and jasmine sullivan is everything so you know who used to openly compliment miss jojo was whitney houston oh my god she loved jojo she was like oh that jojo what a moment what a moment for the so uh, what is what is the second video <laughs> we're playing now the second video, uh, something I'm gonna leave uh, a little palate cleanser for the audience. Okay. If you go to YouTube and you look up Thorgy Thor, I am obsessed with mustard. No, okay. Now, gonna... oh, oh, you want the full title? Well, because I think the full title <laughs> needs to be said. <laughs> so, what you're actually specifically going to look for for the title is um, morbidly obese drag queen Thorgy Thor. <laughs> I am obsessed with mustard. <laughs> and what this is is just literally Thorgy Thor's dressed up in drag, uh, one of her signature looks. But she also did like a fat suit, like prosthetics yes. and stuff. Uh, so she does look morbidly obese for the <laughs> evening. Uh, and this is literally just a chaotic 16 second clip from an interview with Thorgy that just, uh, it's. This is why I love Thorgy. Just, just play that. Thank you. Play away. that clip. Here we go. Okay, I am obsessed with mustard. I can't believe I just said that out loud. Mustard? 
I like, I like sometimes when I get home and I'm like really tired, I'm like, oh, I put my bags down. And I'm like, do I have like a glass of water or something? And I literally just like squirt mustard into my mouth. <laughs> what is happening on this day? Uh, oh is that my not God. great? Is that not great? I love No, it's not great. You're awful, okay? <laughs> You're terrible. You're horrible. You're horrible. <laughs> uh, oh my God. All the time that you Stop it. Well, well, this was fun. What a week. What a week. <laughs> what a week. Uh, well, Aaron, where can the people find you online? At Instagram and Twitter at a whole human, as always, here at the podcast to guys watch. What about you, Zachary? They can find me at Zachary with no H on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. And you can follow us at Two Gays Watch on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, and yeah, we'll be back next week with more gay content and the start of uh, National, National Disaster, Disaster Month, Month on Two Gays Watch. Oh my God, I am so excited for that. Oh my God, it's going to be... A it's disaster, like, ladies, all right, ladies and gentlemen. We're just just quick little preview for the reason we're doing that is this was the trade-off. Uh, we did Mamma Mia too, and yes. so <laughs> next month, oh, oh, we, oh. we are doing the Helen Hunt like star vehicle twister. Twister. Aaron has been wanting to do twister for a while. That's why the nineties have never been better. Let's do this. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So you know, I get a We're week, he gets a, a month. month out of it. So you know. <laughs> no, we agreed on the rest of the films, but I'm Twister kidding. just Twister just set off a set okay. in motion. Okay, we don't need another natural disaster happening on today's podcast. So tune in for it's a national nas- disaster. But oh my god, national disaster, natural. What did I say? National. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. I don't even I know, know you're over here like we're covering national treasures. We're covering national disasters. Like uh Fergie's Star Spangled Banner. The collapse of the Fort Knox Bay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be doing nothing but national disasters. <laughs> we're watching Pearl Harbor. We're watching Dick. Oh my god. Let's get out of here. Okay, bye. Okay.